the health reporter for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Um, I've been working on a story concerning trauma care in Northwest Arkansas, uh, specifically looking at why some people are still being airlifted away from the area for uh, medical emergencies. Um, and I'm here with uh, Tom Jenkins. He's the Rogers Fire Chief, and he's also on the um, Arkansas Trauma Council. So thank you for being here, Tom. Oh, thanks for having me here. Honored to be your guest. Awesome. <laughs> Um, well, so first off, do you just want to tell us a little bit about um, your, your role on the Trauma Council and um, what specifically um, you do there? Sure. Um, so the, the Governor's uh, Trauma Advisory Council is, um, is a group of individuals that represent uh, multiple disciplines in the healthcare field, all closely associated with trauma, obviously. And uh, because the, the fire department in Rogers, much like a lot of the fire departments in and around Northwest Arkansas, Bentonville, Bella Vista, Springdale, um, Lowell, Pea Ridge, you name it. Um, you know, we provide emergency medical care outside of the hospital. So it's, it, it, the trauma system in particular um, affects us a lot. So it, it makes, I think, good common sense to have somebody like me um, as part of that group. Gotcha. And um, my understanding, you've been the Rogers Fire Chief for 11 years 11, now? Just over 11 years, All yes. right. Um, and so do you want to tell me, um, how have you seen trauma care change in Northwest Arkansas since then? Well, it's, it's funny because... Um, the trauma system really started just months after I got here. And so in a lot of ways, my, my career has, has paralleled the growth of the trauma system. And it's been something that, uh, you know, we've had to discuss um, literally from day one uh, when I became the chief here. I came from Oklahoma, which had a, a little bit more mature trauma system. Um, and so it's, it's allowed me a little bit of an opportunity to compare and contrast those systems and, and, and we have some, you know, the state itself, if you're the Arkansas Department of Health, if you're the, the, the people that have to guide and lead trauma care for the state, the, the, the picture of the state and, and what is lacking with trauma is much different. I, I would actually say characteristically different than what we have in Northwest Arkansas. And so in Northwest Arkansas, we have, um, we have an abundance of EMS resources now. We've seen uh, additional EMS helicopters, emergency medical helicopters that have come into the area. Um, and we see that this is a conversation. I mean, the fact that you're covering the story, I think, is good evidence of that. But it's a conversation that takes place with all the healthcare facilities that, you know, Mercy uh, Hospital, where, which is, you know, located in Rogers. Of course, we're very close and have a, a wonderful relationship with the Mercy Healthcare System. They're, they're meeting regularly, monthly, with, with our folks, with everybody that's involved as a stakeholder. And so one thing's for sure, trauma is on the minds of people, and, and for good reason. And so where, if any, are you seeing um, some gaps still in, in trauma care here in the region, and how could it be improved? Well, um, you know, trauma is, uh, you know, trauma is something that doesn't discriminate. And so you know, people have to recognize, and sometimes it's hard to do. I mean, in my business, a lot of what we, we try to do is prevent injury, right? whether that's fire-related injuries, whether that's uh, motor vehicle-related injuries. Um, and, and so you see a lot of effort to, to prevent trauma. But um, ultimately, humans have a really hard time grasping that concept. And if you're a young person, especially, if you're, if you're going to die young, you're likely going to die at the hands of trauma. Trauma also... Um, oftentimes when you find people who are old and elderly, um, as they age, trauma is usually what will lead to their death. The best example of that is that you can, you can, it's not hard to find people who will describe a grandparent as healthy, ambulatory, uh, and, and in wonderful condition for their age up until they fall and break a hip. 
And once they fall or break a hip, typically um, mortality follows. And so all of those things are, you know, whether, whether we're talking about car crashes, whether we're talking about falls, all of those things are, are trauma that we see in northwest Arkansas. And that's not unique to Rogers. You could find that that statistic falls and these kinds of traumatic injuries are just, uh, they're by far the most common type of emergency medical incident that we see. And they have a lot of secondary and tertiary effects. And so we, we have, a, we have a, gr a good place, we have a good place to, to make some assumptions about all the areas we've improved with trauma care. But as, as you mentioned, the gaps and those gaps today, um, I think center around the, the crux of your story. It's that we're, we're still have we don't have, we have, um, you know, we have one level two trauma center here and we have uh, multiple level three trauma centers here. And we still fly a lot of people to to other regions, you know, other states, you know, most typically. In Northwest Arkansas, if you have um, a level one trauma, right, so you, if you are a patient who needs uh, surgical specialties associated with your care for whatever injury you have, uh, more often than not, you're likely flown to Springfield, Missouri. And if you look, I mean, so if you were to compare metropolitan areas, the easiest way to do that, the most common way to do that, is you look at population. And Springfield's metropolitan statistical area, you know, the definition used by the U.S. Census Bureau, is it's like 100,000 people less than Northwest Arkansas. And so it's frustrating um, to me, I would say, first as a citizen, as a constituent of healthcare, um, that uh, we don't have a little bit deeper uh, specialties up here that we're not able to keep more of those patients. It's not to say that you don't have to travel some people, especially if it's real specific and technical level care for some reason. But it, it's frustrating that we have to we have to go to other uh, metropolitan areas, and I think that that is that's going to be a gap that we have to close. And we have wonderful healthcare systems here. It's not really a, a, a criticism of them. I think ultimately, if we if we want to you know move the needle and we want to make more positive change then uh, it's going to take an investment probably on the on the behalf of a lot of people to to get the ball rolling it's tough on us as ems providers when we have to fly people more frequently um, there is a limited availability of helicopters so if you need a level one trauma center that's all fine and dandy on a sunny day when you're in that really really bad car wreck god forbid but if it's thundering outside and there's not good visibility, then that's a totally different story. That means that the care that you need, you will not receive as timely as we would like. And um, you, you can, I mean, you don't have to use uh, your imagination for too long to, to understand the complexities of this stuff. Um, so what are some ways that, the, that the, even the Trauma Council or the state or, um, or any entities in Northwest Arkansas can invest, like in what areas should we be investing specifically? Well, that's a, that's a complicated question. Um, what I do know is that we, we have a lot of specialties up here now. Like we, Northwest Arkansas, I mean, that's important for your readers and your listeners to understand that Northwest Arkansas has made great strides in the care of traumatic injuries. There's no doubt, and I've witnessed it firsthand. What we have to do now is we have to do two things. One, we have to have greater depth of coverage that in many instances, the people who might provide very specialty care, there might be one or two of those people at a particular facility or even just in the region. And so, again, if those people take vacations and they get sick too, 
and without the kind of bench strength that you want um, you want to have available, it, it does mean that we have a kind of a haphazard level of coverage. I think the other thing is that we just these are growing pains. It's this is a product of the fact that we have a lot of people spread throughout two counties. The rate of growth is not slowing down. The Northwest Arkansas Council it seems like you know there was it was thirty something people a day that are moving to Northwest Arkansas net. Uh, migration into the area so we have to have these conversations now to make sure that the amenities not just that people want these are amenities that people need right you can you can want to have a cheesecake factory here but what you need is you got to make sure that if you if your son daughter kid mom spouse whatever is involved in a a traumatic situation um, that that they can get the kind of care they need and so I think that we're going to have to see. There's some. There's a lot of data collection. That's kind of one of the the foundations of the trauma system itself. It's being able to collect data about what we're seeing out there and tracking the the outcomes of those patients. And so I, I think that it would be easy for decision makers within the healthcare system to see where we could do the greatest good, and then we just we have to figure out how to make that investment that. Medical reimbursement is—it's uh, a voodoo science. That oftentimes, what, 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 what you need in terms of financial investment to provide the service, is rarely what you get in return uh, from a billing standpoint. So it is a comp- it's complex interplay. Um, but you know, it's having the conversation. I think is step one. All right. Well, I believe you answered all my questions, um, unless there is anything that I'm leaving out. Anything else you think listeners might need to know? No, I, I think that, um, you know, the most significant thing for, you know, listeners to maybe understand is that, you know, the trauma system, the way in which it's constructed is designed to get people to the right destination. And I know when you and I were originally talking about your story, that was that, that's something that can be a little alien to people. And, and, and what that means is that just because you, if you have a specific type of traumatic injury and you are stable, going to the closest hospital is not necessarily the best decision for you. That what we want to try to do is match your problem with the right resource that can solve your problem. And so the, the trauma system is designed and intended to just help responders, help you know, EMS providers, paramedics, firefighters, to, to take these patients and get them to the right facility, the right destination, as quickly as possible. Um, you know, we're taught the golden hour, but you know, really, it's it's that's that's it's about just making sure that we're as we're as aerodynamic as possible, getting these people to the right destination. And it's it's not lost on anybody, including I'm sure leaders within the healthcare system, that nobody wants to have to fly, nobody wants to have to go take a very long ground transport to Springfield or Little Rock or Tulsa. And I, I think it's time to recognize that these are growing pains and, and that we just have to, uh, we're going to have to step up um, just like we did in 2008 and 2009 with the trauma system when it was born. And so it's just a natural migration. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tom. And this story um, should be out this Sunday and it's available online at nwaonline.com um, or in your local paper. 